Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning and welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here from Epiphany Communications and Coaching. We uh, Fast Approaching is Veterans Day. We celebrate that on and honor that day on November 11th. And I wanted to bring somebody on very special to me to talk about Veterans Day and so much more. I'm actually offering um, free coaching sessions and the Strengths Finder to um, somebody who has served our country. So you can nominate a veteran by going to Epiphany Communications and Coaching and nominate a veteran to receive three free coaching sessions and the Strengths Finder. But to talk with us about that and so much more is General Carol Ann Fasson. She served her country for 36 years serving as the Assistant Adjunct General of the Veterans Affairs for the Department of Military and Veterans Affairs of the State of Michigan, advocating for veterans from 2003 and 2011. And she's done so much more, but please welcome Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson. How are you? Oh, Vanessa, thank you so kindly. Um, I think that is awesome. The coaching um, giveaway, the contest to honor you know, a great um, veteran um, for their service. So thank you for doing that. My pleasure. You know, veterans are near and dear to my heart. I have had family members that served in the U.S. military. And, you know, I just I just don't think we do enough for our military in the United States. And um, I like to just do my little part. I really appreciate them, um, you know, putting their lives on the line and many of them losing their lives for us, you know, for our freedoms, for this great country. So I really appreciate them. And I I, I just want to do, I wish, I just wish more people would step up to do more, but I wanted to want to ask you this, um, Carol Ann, um, what called you to serve the country? Well, I think it goes back um, from, you know, my parents and my grandparents, my tata, my grandfather, um, served um, in World War One, and he would tell the most unbelievable stories. And, and when he told those stories, you could see him just resonate and how proud he was to serve his country. And my dad also served. And um, th- there was just something in me that said I wanted to do that. And as a nurse, it's it's kind of unique, but really special because we serve people anyways. And um, and so to give back to my country, a country that I love, and um, it it was so easy. Um, and they, I, I, you know what, it's sometimes hard to talk about it, Vanessa. And, yeah. Um, in the sense of when, when we talk about our veterans and their sacrifice, I, I want to shout out also to our families because, you know, yeah. when I serving all those years, um, our families sacrifice at home. We missed birthdays and anniversaries and special days. And some veterans even had to face losing a loved one um, and they weren't able to make it back home. So yes, uh, we need to thank our veterans, I believe every single day, Mm. but their families also, because, you know, they did a lot to allow us to go and serve. Mm. That's a really good point. Sometimes we don't think about that, um, of how the families are affected. I remember, um, Carol Ann, I sold my home, my last home, 
um, to a widow um, uh, whose husband uh, died serving in Iraq. And, you know, I, I sat and talked to her for a while at the closing and I realized how much she and her son were affected, you know, and how their lives changed uh, because his time serving away from the family and then losing his life. Absolutely. I mean, those pieces are so hard to pick up. Well, and, and you think about that scenario and you think about the scenario when, um, you know, some the, the unit is called up and um, it's an immediate call up. And so you, you got to drop what you're doing, whether you're working um, at a job and then your family and who's going to pick up the, the pieces. And in most cases, um, you know, it's it's the, the, the wife or the significant other. You know, in my case, um, my gym, you know, okay, where's the paperwork? Where's the things? You got to pay this. You got to do that. And it's it's not always that easy, um, even when you're really organized. Yeah, these bumps in the road that come up. It's like, oh my god, what what's going to be the decision? And then there's that reintegration that I think when the member comes back home, it's like, oh, you did what? And yeah. and trying to you know reintegrate, which does sometimes cause um, the veteran. Um, a lot of um, anxiety and we've got the PTSD and the, you know, um, the reintegration back into society. It's yeah. difficult sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we have to do more for them to help our veterans reintegrate back into society. And unless you've experienced that, Caroline, I don't think anybody could really relate to, to serving this country and being on tour unless you've done it. I mean, you hear stories, I can interview all you want, but unless I've done it, it's hard for me to truly understand it, correct? Well, yeah, it, you are exactly correct. Um, you know, I, I said this to somebody yesterday, Vanessa, almost what we're going through with Hurricane Ian right now mm -hmm. is it because it looks awful um, and the devastation that occurs um, you know, that that's another form of the PTSD. And you're right, unless you've lived through it, something so traumatic, um, you know, even the, the good news of going on a deployment and coming back, uh, you can't understand what it does to a family or even the individual. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson who uh, you have a background in nursing, uh, Carol Ann, and then you were commissioned in the United States Air Force. Can you tell us about your background as a medical officer? Oh, there, there are so many great opportunities, whether it was going to Honduras and doing what we call a MedRed, where um, you distribute immunizations and the dentists assist with um, tooth care and mouth care and um, you know, it, unbelievable deployments or, or being the commander of a great medical squadron um, in Battle Creek, Michigan, or serving um, my last um, official deployment as I was assigned to the Pentagon and um, mm. helping write policy for our young men and women as they come back. And um, so, um, or... Or, and I just, you know, 
um, being selected, um, our medical squadron, um, when I was at Selfridge before I moved to Battle Creek, um, we were selected the first remote unit to go in to a country and it was Korea. And it was during that conflict, the Gulf, um, the Gulf conflict, um, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. Um, and so, you know what, and being a nurse, um, that's the beauty of it. Um, I, I don't have to adapt very much to my skill um, of jumping in. I am originally an emergency trauma room nurse. And so when things are occurring, you just jump in yeah. and take care of it. That's That was the easy piece, but, you know, different countries and preparing yourself or, you know, going into Colorado and the elevations. So you did have to get ready. You did have to be prepared because if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to take care of others? Yeah. Great point. And um, Caroline, can you explain your title to us? What does it mean to be a Brigadier General? Um, well, as you go up the ranks, um, you know, um, it, it is such an honor. Um, and uh, for a nurse, and a female, and I'm glad our females across the country um, are being recognized in, in all the different fields. Um, so I am a one-star, which is a brigadier in the Air Force, but if you look at the Navy, um, they're called admirals. Mm. But um, it is um, a very small um, group of individuals that get selected. We're called flag officers. And um, I, I could just say I'm I'm very honored, Vanessa. Um, and it um, it's a depiction of leadership, what you've done, um, accomplishment. But there are so many people that um, are deserving, and you know I would say there has to be a little bit of luck that you know I was chosen. So I'm very honored. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's well-deserved, uh, Carol Ann, uh, not just luck, well-deserved. We're talking with Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson here leading up to Veterans Day. Uh, for people listening, Carol Ann, what can we do to honor our veterans on Veterans Day and throughout the year, every day? What can we do? Well, I, wanna, I just want to give a little plug and I mean this since I retired in 2011 and I can't believe it's already 11 years later Vanessa I am helping our veterans so I believe I'm continuing serving I will go to my grave doing this we need to make veterans and their spouses or their widows aware that there are benefits eligible for them through the VA um, the V Veterans Affairs is a great organization they reach out to our veterans, even though we're a very small population, less than 1% of our country has served. And that kind of blows my mind too. Um, and in taking care of them, whether it's to go to a, a VA medical center or to reach out and get a disability rating, um, we need to make people, our veterans aware of the opportunity. And sometimes in doing that, it's simply by saying thank you, recognizing them as a veteran, 
and maybe giving them a resource number to call, whether it's a veteran service organization, we've got great county counselors, or calling the Department of Veterans Affairs here in Michigan. It's an easy number to remember, 1-800-MICH-VET, V-E-T. Um, so it's, it's just being able to thank them. And if they are having some difficulties, um, you know, putting them in touch with um, someone to talk to, because I think most veterans and their spouses or their widows are not aware of some of those benefits. Mm, that's really good to know. And um, Carol, and I did not know that alarming statistic that what you said, less than 1%. Yep. Uh, 1%, 1 wow. Yep. Okay. For people listening here who have maybe contemplated joining the military and are hesitant or kind of are concerned or have some second thoughts, what would you say to them? Sit, sit down and, and call me. Um, talk to um, an individual that has served and, um, you know, call a recruiter, um, Air Force, um, Navy, Army, um, and the Marines are embedded within um, the Navy. So, um, but, you know, reach uh, the Coast Guard, Merchant Mariners, um, it's a great way to serve. And for our young men and women listening that are of college age, um, one of the best things to do, and I've helped numerous individuals get into one of the academies. Um, what a great way to start your education and your service to our country. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. Vanessa, I think if I did it all over again, um, uh, I wasn't afforded because women were not in the academies when I was accepted to U of M's um, nursing school, but what a phenomenal opportunity. Mm, mm. Is, it, is it hard for people who join the military, Carol Ann, to decide what branch they want to go into? Well, sometimes it's the, the history and the tradition. If your parents did it, mm -hmm. you know, a dad or a mom, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's the um, glamour of, um, you know, the Marines. Oh, they are the toughest. I don't think I'd ever make it through boot camp. Um, my nephew is... Uh, is a Marine and um, the prestige of being a Marine is unbelievable, but it depends, you know, that the Air Force were called the, the, the easy, you know, the powder puff um, of the service, but I don't believe that for a minute. Um, <laughs> had great air power and you need us when you're on the ground. And so, um, you know, everybody, if your tradition, if your parents served in a branch or, um, I, but I would talk to somebody. I, I would understand what you love. If you love to fly, you could fly in the Navy also. Um, mm. But it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Uh, we could help you find it. Yeah. I had, um, I have a cousin on my dad's side and a cousin on my mom's side, each served in the Marines. Um, so yeah, um, their stories, I, my cousin, my dad's side, I've talked to many times. His stories were amazing. He's since passed away, but 
he had amazing stories about his time in the service. Yep. Uh, we're talking with Brigadier General Carol Ann Fassone. We're leading up to Veterans Day uh, here in the United States. It's a great opportunity to think about how to honor your veterans on that day. What can you do, not just that day, but every day of the week, uh, every day if you can, or throughout the whole year. Um, I'm offering coaching services. So if anybody wants to take some free coaching services, please nominate a veteran. They get three sessions and they'll take the uh, strengths finder to see what their talents are. Um, you can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching and you can fill out the form right there on the, the website. Um, Carol Ann, um, is, I, I don't know of this answer, but is there a, a age limit on joining the military? Yeah, for each of yeah. the services, yes. Okay. And then each of the, when you said search finders, I was thinking that we call it MOS, military um, occupational specialty. So like okay. I'm a nurse and I'm a 9756. And so you, you know what your, um, you will find out the specifics in there. And depending if it's a critical shortage in an area, they might grant you a waiver. So I would never count on saying, oh, it's 25 or it's 30 or it, you have to look into your your specialty and then look at the branch you know that you're talking to. And mm -hmm. I know people, one branch says, nope, you're too old. Um, another branch says, I'll take you. And so um, if you wanna serve your country, um, I think we could, do something to maybe get you in. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've always admired about the armed forces, our military, is the discipline um, of what's being taught there. So can you kind of run us through the life skills that you are taught in the military that carry on throughout the rest of your life, whether you stay in the military or go on to do something else? you know, the, what you learn in the military that really benefits you throughout your whole life? Well, I, I think it's um, working as a team. Um, there's very little that I've seen over the years that you could do, you know, all by yourself. Um, being organized, um, you know, getting the skills and the training. Um, and it takes a lot of discipline to go through quite a bit of the training as you're, you know, getting developed or getting prepared to go on a deployment. I talked about that earlier. And, you know, there's elements that you have to do. And that takes some discipline because, um, you know, to get a whole unit prepared um, so that you're protecting not only yourself, but others. That has to be a commitment that you are committed to doing this. Um, and, you know, okay, I've got to stay on discipline. Um, I've got to stay within weight standards. I got to be able to do this job. I, you know, so it does take a lot mm -hmm. to make sure that you've got the commitment um, and that you're not only taking care of yourself, but you're taking care of your buddy, the person next to you, your, your whole, you know, organization. When the medical unit goes out, you know, you, you don't, go out 56 or 80 strong, you go out in a small unit and we got to make sure that we're taking care of one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just think there's great life lessons to thank you for sharing that with us. And, and often people do earn degrees while in the military, right, Carol Ann? Oh, yes. Um, 
a lot of um, individuals will go in and you will have an opportunity, great opportunity to go to school during that time or even um, advancement. I know um, individuals, I did not do it that way, but um, received um, the VA um, programs to go to college, but then you could go to some of the uh, military um, programs and then get your degree that way. And mm -hmm. so, you know, there are many opportunities um, and just the training skills that you come out of there um, with to, to be applied to your employment on the civilian side is huge. Um, because they say, you know, the military is the best trained. And um, so I hope individuals as they're separating, look into the jobs that are available um, on the market with their skills. Mm -hmm. my, my nephew, I just met a, a young lady who was at my house swimming in the summers, my nephew's girlfriend. She's at Selfridge. And oh, she's earning, excellent. yeah, she's earning her degree. And She's at Selfridge and um, enjoyed chatting with her and my, my my nephew about that route she's taking. So good for her, you know, serving our country and, and bettering herself in so many ways and earning her degree while she's there. We're talking with Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson. Uh, veterans Day is November 11th. We hope you find ways to celebrate it and honor our veterans. And Carolyn, if people are listening, you talked about helping vet veterans and educating them, and maybe somebody has a family member and is a little lost. How can they reach you, or do you have a website, a phone number, email, anything that you want to give out to people here on It's Your Community? Sure. Um, I'm with Legal Help for Veterans, and the best number if you're trying to reach me is 1-800-693-5555. So, you know, if, you, if you're if you interested or, you know, you've got a nephew, niece or a son or daughter that's interested in going to the academy, um, give me a shout. If mm. you're trying to help somebody get their disability benefits or increase a rating, give me a shout. Um, I, I'm very happy and available to ask, answer any question. Um, and uh, I, I, I think it's really important that we get out there that, you know, these men and women served our country and um, we do need to say thank you. And we need to make sure that them, they and their families are getting um, all the benefits that they do deserve. Amen. But sometimes you don't know where to turn. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. And thank you. Thank you to all the men and women who have served our country. Thank you, uh, Brigadier General, for your time and serving our country as well. And you're right. And it's sad that they may not know where to turn. So thank you for sharing that information. Is it common, Carol Ann, for let's say there's a parent listening whose son or daughter may be interested in the armed forces, but the parent is a little scared or hesitant. Is there an opportunity for parents to speak to people about to kind of give them some uh, confidence or calm their nerves about their child entering the armed forces? Sure. Um, once again, uh, give me a shout. I when I find out that I'm working with like four or five right now, when I'm working with um, a young woman, um, a female or a male, and I do say, bring your parents in. We sit down and we talk. And um, Jim and I have written a book on uh, getting the selection process for getting into the academies. And that is available. And so- oh. 
I really do believe it, it's, it's a family process and you do need to sit down and talk with them. And I, over the years, um, have sat down with both of them one-on-one -on -one, or sat down with the individual. Um, and I've done that because you talk about family. Um, my mom and dad really, and I understand why, begged me not to go into the service, um, but it was a dream. I'm the oldest of four, and um, that was really hard. I'm Hungarian Slovak background, and they just could not see their daughter serving and the war. And, um, you know, I, um, Kent, um, the, the, with the National Guard had just occurred and I lived in Youngstown, Ohio, and that had occurred and my, my parents begged me not. So when, when you ask that question, yes, I think it's really important that you have your family support if you're gonna go through the academy or just going through this to enlist um, or apply your degree um, and get a commission as I did. Uh, you need your family. You absolutely need your family. It took a little bit of time, but we, you know, I did some convincing and um, I think from some things that occurred, it. It was good. My mom and dad, I don't have them now, but I know the day I pinned, um, they were so proud and I was proud to have them there. And so, um, yes, I, I think it's really important to talk to family members because I do understand the fear. Um, I, I do. Since 9-11, all of those ROTC classes, um, all of those young men and women knew that they were probably going to hit the nest of the battlefield. And so- yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's real important. Yeah. yeah Carolyn, no making me cry. God bless them. God bless them. And yes. we have about a minute left with you, Carolyn. What is the name of that book that you and Jim penned and how do well, we get it? It's, uh, I, I could get you, um, um, Vanessa, um, copies. Um, I believe they're on Amazon, um, but just give me a call. Okay. 1-800-693-4800. If you have a son or a daughter interested in the Academy, I passed out a couple three weeks ago. Um, and so please um, call the ROTC program. Um, that's another really quickie. If you're interested in going in the military, getting an education, the ROTC programs, you choose to, to go to the academy, the ROTC programs are phenomenal. Yeah, I know somebody's daughter who went through it. And she's a nurse today, so uh, God bless her. Thank you, Carol Ann Fasson, Brigadier General Carol Ann Fasson, for joining us here on It's Your Community and sharing this with us. And we want to wish everybody a blessed Veterans Day. Thank you, Carol Ann. Thank you, Vanessa, for doing this. Oh, um, my pleasure. God bless you and God bless our veterans and God bless the United States of America. Amen to that. Amen, amen, amen. Brigadier General Carol, Carol Ann Fasson joining us here on It's Your Community. I'm having trouble talking right now. Uh, again, I want to remind you, if you want to nominate a veteran, please go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching and fill out the form there. 
And if you have any questions or comments or show topics you want me to get to, me, Vanessa Denhagarmo, you can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching and email me there or go to any of my social media platforms. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter and Epiphany Communications and Coaching on, on Facebook. As always, we remind you to connect, communicate, and to collaborate with your community. We'll catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's Your Community a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.